welcome to the CD podcast. I'm news editor Grace Lewis. I spoke to Malcolm Harrison, chief executive of the Company Chemists Association, which represents the UK's largest multiples. Hear him discuss how he was inspired by his mum, who was a midwife, to pursue a career in healthcare, and listen out for his top tip for anyone considering a role in community pharmacy today. Where did it all start, crikey? Um, so um, I think about it, I suppose at school I really enjoyed the sciences. So, you know, doing A-levels in biology and chemistry, um, that really had an, I had a real interest in that. Um, my mother was a midwife and a, and a nurse as well, and so I suppose the whole idea of care and helping people was ingrained into the way in which we worked. That was part of, you know, the, the life listening to the stories that she told and, and the joy that she got out of her work. She was really passionate about um, her work as a midwife and, and took a lot of pleasure out of doing the work obviously um, so I was kind of you know looking at healthcare and so on uh, and then back in the day you had the Ucker and PCAS books uh, and I was looking through those at what can one do with A-levels in chemistry and biology uh, and the obvious one was be a biochemist when when you look at kind of what jobs you can do it looked a little bit mm, not really me um, and then um, turned turn the page and saw pharmacy and thought you know you know vocational career uh, you know a course that you could then use going forward and so on and it just seemed to um, to be a natural fit for me so I uh, applied for a number of universities and ended up going to Nottingham um, which I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed spent uh, three years there uh, in the sort of early 90s then one day in I think probably our second year during a lecture someone walked in saying oh you know does anybody want a job during the holidays I'm from Boots sign here sort of thing Um, and so I I signed on the line and uh, did my first vocational eight-week placement with Boots um, during the summer holidays uh, and enjoyed that. I uh, thought it got a real buzz out of working with a team uh, and working with the public. Um, and so sort of took that into my final year at university. And I, had, I think I had another placement with the company and then applied for a position as a pre-reg uh, working for Boots. So I did my pre-reg in Harpenden, which in leafy Hertfordshire, yeah. a very, very nice part of the world. And then when it came to qualifying, a lot of my friends seemed to want to work in central London. And, and I, to this day, I can't tell you why, but I didn't. I, I don't know why. And so I um, spoke to various people about where it would be good uh, and someone suggested, why don't you go and work for a chap who was based out of Cambridgeshire? And I thought Cambridge sounded very nice, so I went along and, uh, and so on and ended up getting posted to Downham Market, nice. which I had no idea where Downham Market was until, you know, I literally, didn't, that was the day before Google, Google Maps, so I actually had to get a map out and look at it and suddenly thought, oh, goodness me, that's not really anywhere near Cambridge. Um, so started my life as a pharmacist, working as a uh, a second pharmacist in a boot shop in Downham Market. I had a little flat in Kingsley. Uh, I was reliefing across a patch of the world from Peterborough to Norwich down to Ely, just gaining various experiences as a, as a, as a locum, as a relief pharmacist. And then actually wrote to the HR team at Boots saying, actually, I probably do want to go to London, please. <laughs> and so, oh, really? Yeah. What was it about? Yeah. Was it I think, too uh, quiet or was it? Yeah, it was. It was. I think um, it was really good in terms of experience as a, as a professional Um in terms of the exposure you got working with local communities because very much it, it was a very rural um, environment around there um, but I was quite a young fellow and, and missed uh, all my mates who were down in London sort of thing so you know it took a lot of uh, uh, clinical experience uh, working in local communities which was fantastic but then said actually you know can I can, can you send me down to London so 
I was posted into Made Avail, which is a very nice um, uh, boot shop that they'd just taken over from an independent pharmacy. So again, quite a little community. Whilst it's in London, you know, that kind of part of the world, Made Avail, St. John's Wood and so on, it's quite a little local community. Uh, and so that, that did that for a couple of years and then sort of did a pro- pro- progression of um, roles uh, doing what you'd call a store manager but as a pharmacist with Boots so you know you're, you're leading the team but you're also practicing as a pharmacist as well and sort of cut my teeth working through the retail side of things doing that and then ultimately was asked to take on a position as an area manager for Boots mm-hmm. um, uh, and then sort of continue to progress through various field roles moving more and more into sort of the retail operational side of, uh, of business if I'm honest um, and so whilst um, the business I led had a significant pharmacy element to it um, there was obviously a, a big retail side of it as well. You were quite, quite service driven look through your CV at, yeah. at boot and you were involved in the are you still involved in the NHS Alex? So yeah so fast forward 17 years okay and, and, <laughs> no 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 it's fine and then um, I was asked to join the uh, healthcare public affairs team okay. so which was a real step away from what I'd been doing so I had been doing a lot of retail operational stuff uh, but then had the opportunity to, to step out of that and to go and work for um, a team that was Alliance Boots at the time um, and then became WBA, um, looking at uh, healthcare public affairs. Uh, and, and one of the um, kind of things that we were doing was looking at um, the evolution of, of contract, evolution of services, and how we could um, design and uh, trial and evaluate services to provide the evidence base that community pharmacy needed to be able to go to um, government to try and influence contract design and so on. So um, I was heavily involved in the Community Pharmacy Future Project um, that was run by. Rowlands, Well, Lloyds and Boots um, up in West Yorkshire, um, working with Robbie Turner, um, which was really, really good, really successful. And, and we published, um, I think, three or four um, academically reviewed papers on that uh, with the evidence. Um, and then I had the opportunity to work with the NHS um, Innovation Accelerator Programme. Um, so that's working with the sore throat test and treat Ooh. service, which I believe is starting to go live in Wales soon, I think, which is quite exciting. Um, and I know one of our members is also providing a, a service similar to that currently. So that was really insightful as well. Just to, It was a really good opportunity, A, to, to make sure that pharmacy is included in some of these things, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and to be seen to be included in these things, but also to work with fellows from across the NHS, from um, primary care, from secondary care. Um, some of the fellows weren't actually from a, an NHS background, more of a kind of an app development or service leadership side of things. Um, so it was a really good opportunity to mix with like-minded people who are looking to progress their sector, whichever sector they're in, and how they could sort of improve the uptake of innovation across the NHS. I think the NHS is really good at starting stuff, but actually rolling out and scaling up seems to be a, a challenge um, for various reasons. And so to be part of a, a forward thinking group of people who were really passionate about moving things forward was, was a real, I really enjoyed it. Okay. I really enjoyed my time there. So, and I believe the, the program's still going on. I, I'm no longer part of it um, because um, the agreement, it was a, a sort of a, a three way deal with the individual fellow, the parent organisation which was Boots and um, the NHS and obviously when I left Boots then. Do you have any tips for a student starting their career in pharmacy and making it last and be as exciting as it is today as it was your first day uh, as a Going into pharmacy today as a student, going as an undergraduate into the courses, I think there are more options now than there ever have been. I think it must be a really exciting time for um, young adults to go into university with a prospect of having a 
a professional career with so many opportunities. So I think I'd, you know, if I was to do my time again, as they say, I'd, I'd really look to make the most of all of the different opportunities to try and, if, you know, follow your passion. You know, do what makes you happy. <laughs> do what you're good at and so on. Don't don't try and be pigeonholed or try and go down a path that perhaps um, others are encouraging you to. So you know, I think it's, it's really good to try and try different things. Stretch yourself. That was Malcolm Harrison, Chief Executive of the CCA. If you enjoyed listening to this CND podcast, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or your preferred Android app.